0: Today, I wanna talk to you about 10 key steps to starting your online business, and it will come in the form of a checklist. Now, if you wanna follow along, go to my website and download the checklist. In fact, promise me that within the next 24 hours, you're gonna go to my homepage and download your checklist. Print it out and keep it with you because this is not gonna be something that you can just read or listen to very quickly and do them all. These are going to be steps that some of them are going to be really quick wins and some of them might take more time, but I assure you, you're going to need to do all of these steps. So stay with me. And if you're busy right now, that's fine. If you don't have time to go print it out, I completely understand, but I do strongly suggest that you go and you download it and you really keep it handy for your own point of reference. Now. I want to talk to you guys about why I even started to compile this list. And it's because I know that when you're first starting out, there is just so much going on. It's like the more you learn, the more you realize you have to do, and the more you realize you don't know. And There's just so many resources out there and so many different things to consider. And so I just really wanted to compile a list that is a really good starting point, a solid starting point. And maybe you've done some of these already and maybe you haven't. And so wherever you are in your journey, I know that this is going to be very helpful for you. So with that, let's dive in. The very first step is to name your business and stand up your website. And in episode 21, we talked a little bit about this, but I just want to kind of recap and remind everybody that if you haven't done it already, um, you know, you're gonna start off with finding your domain. You can go to GoDaddy or you can go to A2 or any different domain website that you can search to see if that name is available. Um, Once you've purchased that domain, then you need to make sure that it is secure so that any information that's encrypted will actually show up as being secure. So you know that your website is secure if it has HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash and then like my website's KimberlyLovey.com. So make sure that it doesn't just say HTTP. It needs to say HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash. So... Yes. So make sure once you've gotten your domain and you know, it's secure, you have to usually pay a little bit more for that feature. I initially didn't think that was something I needed, but I quickly realized I do. And by the way, when people are going to your site, their browser will show up and say, this is not a secure website and it will actually deter people from, you know, going onto your website. So you will find out the hard way, but hopefully I saved you a step. Um, okay. So you can sign up for Squarespace or WordPress. There's also all-in-one platforms like Kajabi is one of them. There's many all-in-one platforms. I think those might be better for if you're doing digital courses, but in speaking with my team, it, I guess, you know, kind of going with your independent hosting is better in the sense that you can make changes more easily from what I understand. And so I went with WordPress and that is what I'm using. I also had started on Bluehost. So Bluehost is another one that is very, very popular. So once you've gotten your domain and you've gotten your hosting together, then you get to go in and pick your theme, which there are many, many free themes. And essentially the theme is going to just help you to get some kind of structure in place so that your website, you know, has some templates in there for you to work off of versus just starting from scratch. And so you'll pick your theme. Now, something to know here is that all of those beautiful pictures that you see in the themes do not come with the theme. I did not understand that. And we talked about this a little bit before in the sense that this is one of those things that I was just so surprised about that I didn't realize that you know, once you start your website that all of these little things are piecemeal. Like, oh, I didn't realize I have to go get a theme and then I have to go find pictures. And I just, I didn't realize that. So I do want to point it out to you guys because to me that was very confusing. And I would have loved if somebody could really get very specific and explain this to me because I just did not understand it. And by the way, if you're getting frustrated in this process with Um, All that's going on and all of these different hurdles that you have to learn about, that is very normal and understandable. And many people do go and hire web designers, but you absolutely can do it yourself, but it will take some time and effort. So, um, getting your website set up is, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole industry. There's people that are experts at doing just that. And there's a really good reason for it. As I've found out myself, you also need to set up your terms and privacy page. So in order for you to legally collect people's emails or have any kind of affiliate marketing, you actually have to have these legal disclaimers saying that you're not going to just sell people's information. And there's a lot of other kind of nuances to that. And I'm not a lawyer. So, um, please go do your research on where exactly you can get that page, but it is very important. And you will need that before you have any kind of affiliates or really start collecting people's emails and information. Um, Okay. So the other big one is to sign up for Canva which is a wonderful free app. You can also upgrade your account, but I have not done that and I don't feel like I need to. And that is a wonderful app, as we talked about in episode 21, again, just for you to build your logo. So you can import that onto your website so that it's just more customized. And so that's something you can really go in there and play with for free and come up with something, even if it's not your final version of your branding, that's okay. Um, Okay. You also want to make sure you have some kind of analytics in your site so you can sign up for Google Analytics or there are different plugins like Jetpack. And right now that's not probably super important, but I would recommend downloading the Jetpack plugin at least um, because you will eventually want to know who is coming to your site in terms of the numbers and like which blogs or which pages are resonating with people. And it becomes a very important and very powerful tool. So setting it up early and from the beginning is super important. Um, I kind of accidentally ended up doing that and I'm very thankful for that. So definitely go ahead and make sure you have some kind of analytics app and that it is installed. So that's all step one, all of those steps. And as you guys will know, there's so many steps in between, but I'm just trying to give you your high level just to orient you. And again, one day you might do some of some of these you know, steps and it takes many, many days to kind of push the ball forward and really make progress on just one of these steps. So just kind of embrace that and know that this is a lot of work, but I just want to equip you with a tool to really help you help guide you and help you work through what it is you need to get done. Okay. The second step is huge. And this is a big one in the online business space. And it's all about defining who you serve. And so basically it's really important that you think through why are you doing this business? Who are you helping? Who specifically are you talking to and and how do you serve them? And you know, it's funny because this is one of my least favorite exercises. This is something that I personally struggled with quite a bit. It's really hard and it feels like you're limiting yourself when you do this, but there's a saying that the riches are in the niches. And I think one way you can think of it is like when someone comes to my website, I want to make sure that they're crystal clear about what it is I'm offering. And if I'm confusing them, then they're just going to be like, okay, this is kind of interesting, but I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing or what she serves or how I engage with this person. Like what, what is she giving me? And so I really think this idea of they say niching down is really important and it probably will take you quite a bit of time. Some people, maybe not, maybe if you already have a very specific niche, like there's people out there that they want to teach sewing, um, very, very clear, specific niches. I personally was kind of struggling with this a bit and it's taken me several months to really say, this is who I want to serve. I want to serve women just like me or people just like me that are trying to build their online empires. They're capable. I believe in them and I just want to be their personal tour guide and be be like their shining light. Um, I imagine that I'm walking them through a tunnel that's dark and I hand them a flashlight and I kind of walk them through the tunnel to find their way to the light. And that is my vision for my business is I want to help these people that are just so capable and so eager to try something else and have that freedom of, you know, being their own boss and creating their own product and serving and So that's kind of where I've ended up, and it's taken me a lot of time, like I said. So if you are struggling with this, I have a free download that you can find. I will link it in my show notes, and you can kind of work through this exercise more. And pretty much every coach out there is going to talk to you about who is your ICA, which is your ideal customer avatar. So once you've really figured out your niche, like, what kind of industry, let's say, like, is it the wellness industry? Is it the lifestyle industry? Is it health and fitness? Like, what is that niche? And then who specifically in that niche are you serving? And that is your ICA, so your ideal customer avatar. So for example, if you have like a niche around pregnancy and childcare or childbirth, I should say, then maybe your niche is, I specifically want to help women who are struggling with postpartum self-care. I mean, that is very specific. And so you know that, okay, this woman just had a baby. She's probably between somewhere between, you know, 20 and 40 or maybe 20 and 45. And, you know, she is just overwhelmed. Like you can really kind of understand what it is that she needs in that moment. And then you are serving her in your unique way. And so this idea of the ICA, that ideal customer avatar, a lot of coaches will tell you like, actually name your avatar. Like Rachel Hollis does this and name your avatar. What age is she? Really create this profile, this profile of your ideal customer. If they walk through, through the door what exactly is happening with them, where are they in their journey, and how are you really serving them? And just being really intentional and really clear every time that you're publishing content that you know you are serving this person and you know what their needs are. You're really, really clear on that and you will be able to serve them so much better by knowing that. So that is step number two. Step number three. Okay. So this one is write your bio, which is your about me page. And so this one I know is technically tied to number one, you could argue like, well, that's just part of your website, but it really does deserve its own discussion. And I didn't really appreciate this until more recently. So I want to share it with you guys. So basically people want to understand who it is that you are. And so you really need to be clear about who you are and how you serve. And so I really like the idea of, first of all, thanking people for coming to your page so that they feel welcomed. And let's be honest, they can be surfing around the web anywhere. So to just show that gratitude that they even, you know, considered stopping by your page and took time to read about you, I think is, you know, deserves a thank you and have a picture of yourself and we'll get into the photos so I don't want to touch that too much but definitely have a picture they want to put a face to the brand even if your brand is not really solely based on you it is it gives them like a connection with your brand to know who is the person or the set of people behind this brand and what is their story so you can definitely you know give a blurb a couple you know give whatever Bullet points you think are relevant, but make sure up front you thank them and you explain to them briefly exactly how you serve your audience. And make sure that you have a photo that is not like a selfie of you in the car or something. Now, everybody has um, a different level of experience with photos, and we're going to touch on that in a couple steps, but I will say just please be mindful of what what photo you put up there. Make sure that it's something that looks somewhat professional, even if you took it yourself, just, you know, have good judgment. Don't have pictures of you and revealing clothing or something inappropriate or your hair is a mess or whatever, like make it a, an appropriate photo of yourself. But yes, your about me should definitely be a place where people, you know, really do understand who you are and how you serve and get a flavor for who, who you are and it is one of the most visited pages on a website, so you should, you should absolutely be aware of that. Another kind of hot tip on that is make sure that you put a form to subscribe to your website on that page specifically because it is visited so much and it is so highly trafficked that that's a great place for people to you know sign up to learn more and stay in touch with you. So don't miss that chance. Okay, step number four. Building your email list. Now this one is one that we talked a lot about in episode 21, but I do want to just say a couple quick things on this. So you will need a way to collect emails to connect with your audience. And the best way to do that is by signing up for an email service provider. People call it an ESP. And some examples are active campaign is one you can sign up for convert Flowdesk. There are a number of them out there and the most common one I've heard is ConvertKit and I've tried all of these ones that I've listed and my favorite one is ConvertKit. So I personally do use them and they are free up to a thousand subscribers and then they grow with your business. So check them out. They also have excellent customer service and customer support. And they have tons of videos to kind of get you all set up so you can just go on their website if you're not sure how to do something. And they have like very clear, very short videos that will help you get up to speed right away. So definitely do that. Um, step five, set up payment processing. So this felt like it was something that should be further off, but the reality is you do need this and you, this one actually ties to, another one that I was going to talk to you guys about. So when you set up your payment processing, you need to sign up for a payment processor such as Stripe is one of them. Stripe, like S-T-R-I-P-E, Stripe, PayPal, or others. And you will also need a business bank account. And so I definitely recommend that you go through the exercise of doing those two things, whether you're going to sell a product or a service, you're going to need a way to collect payment from your customers. And it's something that you don't want to be all ready to launch and then get to the step and say, Oh shoot, I don't know how to collect any money from these people. So definitely don't neglect that. It's something you can do, you know, fairly easily and So definitely make sure that that's on your list and budget a little bit of time, particularly for the business bank account um, piece of it. And kind of along those same lines, create a budget for your business. So you can categorize it um, ongoing expenses versus one-time expenses. And if this is something you guys want, I definitely can share my template that I've created and I'm happy to do that. Okay. Those are the first five steps. I just wanna take a pause and just recap the first five and then we're gonna dive into the next five. So again, step one is name your business and stand up your website. Step two is define who you wanna serve, meaning your niche and your ideal customer avatar. Step three is write your bio, your about me. Step four is build your email list, which is an ongoing exercise by the way, but just getting it stood up is hugely beneficial. And then step five is set up your payment processing. Okay, now some of these next ones are a little bit more fun, okay? So stay with me, if I kinda lost you and you're multitasking, come back to me. So step six, do a branding photo shoot. Now, I had never done a professional photo shoot in my life, unless you count my wedding, which let me tell you, I'm a very awkward person in front of the camera and I just, this was something that gave me so much anxiety, you guys. So if you feel like, no way, I am not doing that, I completely understand. And I actually am going to be recording a full episode all about walking you through how to do this. But I just want to say a couple things to just keep you thinking about it and aware. So you, you do need to hire a photographer Now, if that's a stretch for you on your budget, there's definitely creative ways around that, but I do recommend that you start investigating photographers and figuring out affordable packages because this is a visual business and people want to see who you are and you're going to need pictures of yourself. So if you can achieve that on your own via a tripod and your iPhone, then by all means, that is great. But just make sure you do have kind of like at least 10 to 20 photos of yourself. I had none of myself, none, like no real photos. And so for me, this was like a really big, like heavy lift where I really needed to focus on this so that I had pictures for my website and all of my marketing materials and things like that. And then with that, you're gonna need to make sure that you consider your branding in advance and curate the appropriate wardrobe that kind of is in alignment with your branding. So again, I will be doing a full step-by-step guide on this by itself, but it's something I just want to kind of talk to you guys about now and get you thinking about it. Okay. Step seven. So you need to get stock photos and automation apps. So you're going to need professional photos on your website throughout all of your social media. I use styled stock society or hot stock photos. And I talk more about this again in episode 21. There's also apps like Planoly or Tailwind that can help you schedule some of your content so that you're showing up consistently. Again, I had no idea that these were even out there. So I'm just kind of throwing it out there so you guys can become aware. And we're going to do deeper dives on really all of these steps. So this is very high level. I just want you to start maybe poking around and exploring some of these different Um, different parts of the business that you are going to have to, you know, really incorporate into your brand. Step eight is join a community. So this can be a very lonely and confusing and overwhelming path. And so joining a Facebook group is a huge, huge recommendation of mine. I have my own group that you can join and just be with like-minded individuals and ask questions. So I can link that in the show notes. It's facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash Thrive, virtual Thrive Academy. And you can go ahead and just join that for free and become a part of this wonderful community. And we would love to have you there. Okay. Step nine, seek out coaching. So again, you're going to need guidance and you should definitely find a coach that speaks to your type of business. So not only should their coaching style really resonate with you and make you feel really comfortable and understood, but they should also be kind of somebody that is doing what it is you want to do. So if you want someone that launches products, then you should go find a coach that launches products. And if you want to be learning about digital courses, you can go to Amy Porterfield. And so make sure that you're clear on what it is your business model is about and go find a coach that is in direct alignment with that. Another great one is Elna Kane who is on twinsmommy.com and so if you want to learn more about blogging and how to monetize your blog, she's a wonderful, wonderful resource. And she has different packages that you can buy from her as well. Okay, step 10. Here we are. So explore creating a legal entity. So consider starting your own official legal entity, which can be an LLC or an S corp or any other kind of entity please consult with a lawyer on this. Okay. It's really important. I am not a lawyer. I will not recommend what makes sense for you, but, uh, it's something you definitely should do. And also I really encourage you to speak with a CPA to understand the tax implications for you personally and can really make a good solid recommendation on which type of legal entity makes sense from a tax standpoint. And And the last thing I'll say on this one is if you do live in the United States, you can check your state's um, secretary of state website to see which legal entity names are available. So you can go and do a search on that database. Now, there are several other optional tasks and things we did not cover, but just things that I would want to mention briefly. So you can consider hiring your own virtual assistant, which is becoming its own huge booming industry. And again, we're gonna talk more about how to hire a virtual assistant and exactly what tasks they can take on and how that all works. So um, kind of stay tuned and hopefully you, you can learn something about that through my podcast. I look forward to explaining that further. And continue listening to helpful podcasts that are really just free learning opportunities And another one is use a content planner to help you plan out your content. I have an episode I'm about to release that is all about this. And I actually have a template that you guys can take from me. And this is a wonderful hack that I learned and was not aware that people are really being strategic about their content and when they release it. And so we're gonna go go super, super deep into that. But again, I just wanna make you aware of it. And then finally, use a project management app such as Asana, which is free. So Asana, A-S-A-N-A, is like the number one project management app app that people are using. And you can collaborate with your team if you have one or just use it for your own, you know, keeping yourself organized. But that is the big app in the industry that I've heard many, many people are using. So um, that is a wonderful app just to really help you keep track of all of your to-dos and, um, you know, just get really organized. So with that, I know this is a lot to do, but I also know you can do it. And I know that you're going to have so many questions as you're working through this checklist and that is normal and that is expected. And I'm happy to be your go to resource. So please reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and many other social media platforms, definitely just start with KimberlyLevy.com and everything is linked there. So I'm happy to chat with you and I am super, super excited for you on this exciting new journey that you've embarked on. And I look forward to hearing more about your thoughts on this episode. So with that, have a great rest of your day.